Hello and welcome to the Silver King's War. I'm Michael Sievers, the writer, producer, and creator of this podcast series about my father's Second World War as a B-26 bombardier. Today we continue in the epilogue for Dearest Ones, the letters that our hero, the Silver King, wrote to his family throughout the war. It's the second week of June, 1945, and the king has just returned from a few glorious days in Paris. He's recalling those great memories and struggling with the boredom that comes after such an exciting time in Paris. Stanley wrote nine letters in June, and all of them, of course, were describing his situation in post-war Europe. Stanley writes on June 8, 1945, and describes for his parents the difficulties in getting mail. He says that it seems that since they no longer have an APO, that the mail is neither coming or going. And of course, he can't understand it. He's feeling that things are bad enough as is, and without the mail, it only makes everything worse. He writes, I can only think of being home, how strange it would be and how grand it would be. It's hard to imagine being home and having life as it was before. It seems very long ago. Looking through my orders in a reminiscent manner today, I found that it was a year ago, this month, that I was home last. Time is passing so rapidly it appears to be passing me by. At the moment, life seems to be stagnant and without purpose whatsoever. Perhaps I'm being fed up with the Army life. I feel as if I've done my job, my part in the defense of my country. Now I only want to return to my own way of living, accomplish something which will only benefit me and mine. Stanley is struggling this June of 1945, and you as listeners and faithful followers of our hero know that throughout his war years, his letters reflect the emotional swings of a young man, of course, who's 22. He's been to war, and the war is over now in Europe, and he is reflecting on his work and ready for what's ahead in his life. And as many 22-year-olds are, he's impatient. In a June 9th letter, the king explains, The colonel claims everything is being done to remedy our situation, but as yet there have been no results. Naturally, it had to start a rumor to justify a reason. And it's really a Lulu. It seems that when an outfit is slated to return to the States, its mail is automatically stopped 30 days before the date of embarkation. How completely marvelous it would be if only true. However, the colonel claims there is absolutely no truth in it. 
I'm deeply regretful to say. He claimed, perhaps to impress us, that only six people know the future plans for the group, and that they are top secret and consequently can't be divulged, not even to us to whom it most concerns. The king continues, Well, last Saturday night I was in Paris, slightly tight and having a hell of a good time. How different my surroundings are now. No pretty girls, no orchestra, no bars, just the lonely four walls and I. Indeed, not very exhilarating, to say the least. Luckily, three years ago, at the time of my enlistment, I didn't know all of this, for I'm quite sure the army would still be looking for me somewhere in the Everglades. Other than being terribly homesick, I'm fine and thinking of you constantly, hoping you're well. Love to Ida. Tell her I'm sorry I can't make it for breakfast tomorrow, but that I'll dream of those hot biscuits. I love you and miss you, Stan. Stanley was definitely a biscuit man, and that's one of the things I got from him in my code. I love a good hot biscuit with some jam. Ironically, you may remember that one of the early stops for the king in his training was pre-flight work at Maxwell Field in Montgomery, Alabama. Now, 80 years later, in 2022, the Montgomery Biscuits are a minor league baseball team that is a double-A affiliate of the Tampa Bay Rays and play in the Southern League. The Rays, of course, are a leading contender for the crown in the American League East Division this year. And that division is the most competitive in baseball and has found my Orioles trailing in these recent years behind the Red Sox, the Blue Jays, the Yankees, and the Rays. The Silver King continues to mull his options and occasionally mentions the idea of going AWOL. He writes to his parents from A72 on June 12th. Dearest ones, Well, the rumors are still flying high, wide, and handsome. I picked up one yesterday that sounds good enough to pass on to you. It is. Within three months, the entire group will return to the States intact for redeployment. That means the group will be dissolved and the men reassigned. It's exactly what I want and hope to happen. Being released from the group will give me a chance to re-enter pilot training. As I understand, only men back from combat are being admitted. Thus, my chances are excellent and I'm sure I could make it with a second chance. Besides, it has another advantage, which I'm sure you can see. So that's the latest rumor. The time has been cut in half anyhow, and now, if it was only true, everything would be swell. Stanley relates that he participated in an air review on Sunday, and they flew over Frankfurt, and only yesterday... In the papers, he said, did he learn who was in the show?
He wrote that since his group led the entire division over Frankfurt, that he didn't really see much of the formation. And he was navigating the second box, and he almost became group leader. The king wrote to say that the air review was for Ike and Zukov. Reading this letter again in late March of 2022, I can't help but think of what's going on in the Ukraine right now. And thinking back upon the time when the Americans and the Russians were allies for moments during and after the Second World War and all before the Cold War took shape and the NATO alliance formed to counter the aggression of Russia. Stanley wrote to his family with good news on June 15th. Dearest ones, it's nice to once again begin a letter by thanking you for your sweet letters. Yes, after many fruitless days, the mail has come to life. Last night, gratefully, I received your letters of June 1 and 2. And today, there was one from Leona. Thank God you're all well. This is the first word since your letter of May 2-6. Thus, you can well imagine my anxiety. The king, writing with relief, says, I had to smile when reading Leona's letter. She says Margie still has no hair, and she isn't as pretty as Richie. Sounds as though she might be a little partial. And we know the king is feeling better when he writes about food and packages. He really needs some dill pickles, crab meat, and lobster meat. And he's anxious to get the cap he wants, the Bancroft Flighter size 7. As always, the king wants to be crisp. Stanley's June continued to pick up steam as the mail flow improved, and he wrote to the family on June 23rd. Dearest ones, as I sit here writing, I guess I feel a little more relaxed than I have for a long time. I'm sitting in our officers' club with a scotch and soda at my side in an atmosphere that beats the hell out of the four walls in my room. The club opened last night with its usual rowdiness and drunkenness. Being in this far-off country, it's quite the thing, and I must admit, very nice considering the circumstances under which it was built. It's spacious with a large dance floor and bar at one end, and then a game room and a reading room, quite out of the ordinary for this part of the world. The king, in a relaxed writing mode, made this a five-page letter. He was feeling much better and enjoying a bit more social life, which meant gambling and playing baseball and starting the summer in a little better shape than he imagined a few days ago. As he wrote, Since writing last, I've received five letters from you, which were most welcome. And thanks a million for sending the cap and ties. I haven't received them as yet, but will let you know as soon as I do. It was fortunate you found what I asked for, but I knew I could depend on you. 
And the pickle man continues, I'm looking forward to the jar of pickles, but I'm sorry you sent your last jar. I had no idea there was a shortage in that, too. I hope Leona will be able to send some also. Thanks for asking her. In the meantime, will you please send more cheese spread, crab meat, and chicken? The cheese spread you sent was delicious out of this world. And don't forget the Melba toast. It makes a wonderful combination. The king writes that beyond playing bridge, there isn't any other news. He's fine, of course, and thinking of everyone constantly and hoping everyone is well. Sending love to Ida. I love you and miss you, Stan. The king's relaxed writing voice continues in this last week of June. He's sharing good news and good times. On June 25th, he wrote to say, I had a very exciting day. I spent the afternoon in the club playing cards. And tonight after dinner, I played baseball. And until now, I played cards again. An easy way to make $10 a day, yes. But I would still rather be working for less in the States. I don't believe I told you I have received a pay raise of 5% because of three years' service. On the food front, he continues, I had no idea foods canned were hard to find. I appreciate your trying so hard to find the lobster for me. Cheese spread with Melba toast and olives will do just as well. And will you please send more of that and some stationery? Stanley writes with an edge of excitement, his last letter in June, the 30th. Dearest ones, during the last few days, I haven't written, but I've received four very sweet letters from you. As always, they are so very welcome. I have one as late as June 21st. That's pretty fast. Last night, we had a dance in the club. It was a nice affair, the nicest we've had so far. The club is really fixed up nice, as good, if not better, than any honky-tonk you might find in the South. And the king, as usual, in a journalistic mode, but burying the lead, goes on. At last, things have begun to pop, and about time. Orders have come through to send a certain quota of men home. Naturally, the men with the highest missions will leave one day next week. Nine officers are leaving out of my squadron. Another quota is expected within the next two weeks, and my chances of getting in are pretty good, as right now I'm the 10th highest man in the squadron. So things are beginning to look up, and this time it isn't a rumor. There isn't any more news to speak of. I'm fine and thinking of you constantly, hoping you're well. Love to Ida. I love you and miss you, Stan. The Silver King's June, through nine letters, is taking shape for a strong finish. And as the king anticipates his departure and homecoming in the States, we have reached the end of this episode in the epilogue for Dearest Ones, the letters that our hero, the Silver King, wrote to his family throughout the war. And this is part 
39, and you are listening to The Silver King's War.